Welcome to Get Over Yourself, the podcast for successful women who are ready to get out of their own way and quit letting fear hold them back. You've worked hard to get to where you are, so it's about damn time you felt confident enough to enjoy it. I'm your host, Eloise Tompkins, and I've spent over a decade mastering the art of psychology so I can help women just like you stop the self-doubt spiral and learn to love yourself enough to move forward. Oh my goodness, I am so excited because in the space of a month, which is how long the podcast has been out, we have had over 300 downloads and I am so, so grateful for every one of you who has downloaded an episode and has listened to it. Um, (laughs) Thank you so, so much. And I laugh because I just think to myself, I have tried so hard with the editing as a one person show um, and really appreciate you listening to the episodes, even if there are errors that I have not picked up on. So <laughs> thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying the podcast, I would really love it if you could take a moment to leave a five-star review, because that is really going to help spread the podcast out into the world and help other women find it so that they can hopefully learn more about themselves and get over themselves and move forward in their business and in their life. In today's episode, funnily enough, um, we're talking about procrastination, which is interesting because I have procrastinated recording this episode um, because I'm just thinking, I don't know what to talk about. What if it's shit? I feel like I'm not going to say the right things. I'm what if another person listens and they judge what I have to say because they know more about procrastination than I do. All of these stories are going through my head, which has made me procrastinate recording this episode. (laughs) Ah, I love the irony of that. But here I am recording the episode, getting it done, despite the fact that there is that anxiety inside. And it's really interesting because when we think about the reasons for procrastination, oh, look, there's generally there's a few reasons why we procrastinate, but essentially what it can boil down to is we're trying to avoid negative emotions. And when I say negative emotions, I guess what I'm talking about there is we're trying to avoid feeling anxious. We're trying to avoid um, making the stress that we might feel worse. And let's be honest, being a business owner can be stressful sometimes, whether it's financial stress, whether it's the stress of launching a new product, whether it's the stress of dealing with a client, whatever it is, there's often being a business owner, entrepreneur comes with some level of stress. And when we go through particularly stressful periods, that can often bring about, you know, more negative emotions. We have a lower tolerance for emotions in general, we, uh, particularly the negative ones. And so procrastination is actually a really, in our brain's mind, helpful way of us avoiding those negative emotions. And I mean, gosh, doesn't it sound counterintuitive? Like when you kind of break it down, procrastination helps us to avoid negative emotions like anxiety, stress, overwhelm, panic, fear, scared, scarcity mindset, um, or is it scarcity mindset? Sometimes I get my words muddled and say them wrong. And then I can't figure out which way what word is the right way of saying it. Anyway, the problem though then becomes we 
kind of feel good in the moment. Well, and that was kind of me. I was like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have to worry about quoting the podcast. I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to just deal with it later. And then I kind of put it out of my mind. I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about it right now. I'll deal with it later. But then the task would kind of creep back into my mind and I'm like, shit, I still haven't done it. I'm like, no, deal with it later. (laughs) And try and compartmentalize it, try and like shove it out of my mind a little bit. But it kind of, it it was weird because the anxiety still sat there. It was still there. I was still experiencing that negative emotion that the procrastination was trying to help me avoid. And if I would have just recorded the podcast earlier and gotten it out of the way, I could could have actually avoided the lingering anxiety that I'd been feeling about getting it done in the first place. So our brain likes to do weird stuff like that. It likes to tell us, hey, negative emotions, they don't feel good. Let's avoid it. And we kind of go, yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that. I like that. I can do that. But we also forget that we're still going to experience that emotion. It's still there. Even if we're kind of trying to tell ourselves that we're avoiding it, it's still there. And what then happens is when we procrastinate, that can lead to other emotions like guilt. It can lead to feelings of failure, incompetence. And that can feed into stories that we have about ourselves, stories that come from deep within that may come from our past and can come from how we see ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. And I guess if we want to put a word to that, our self-esteem. And it may also have to do with our ability to regulate our emotions. So if we are procrastinating because we think that we're not good enough and we can't do it, then there's this sense that we perceive ourselves in a negative way, that we're not we're not capable of of doing hard things or we're not capable of putting out a successful podcast, for example. Um, it might be a thing with regulating our emotions. So sometimes when we procrastinate, it can be because we're trying to avoid those negative emotions. And it can be that we've got a task in front of us. So I'm going to keep using my podcast example um, where it wasn't so much that um, I don't know. I was. I, I think I was like because the podcast is so new, and um, I'm. I don't have enough data to draw upon yet. I'm wondering what are people enjoying about the podcast? What what's working? What's not? And I just don't have enough data for that to make any um, judgments or assessments on that yet. And so there's a part of me that procrastinated and was like, oh, do people even like the solo episodes, or do they prefer the interviews? Maybe maybe I should, you know, maybe I should just scrap the solo episodes. Um, And that then feeds into, I guess, stories that I have around, well, you have to do things perfectly. And if you can't do this perfectly, and if no one listens to it, then, you know, clearly it's not going to be good enough. So, so why bother? And I know that this is a kind of a familiar story for me. Um, And in the moment, it feels really good. Um, to kind of avoid 
And when I get hooked into that, I can then kind of hook into, well, I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch another episode of my favorite TV show, whatever I'm watching at the moment. Or for other people, though, they can kind of go the opposite way. And this is not a me thing. Some people can go the opposite way and they can overwork or they can, you know, procrastinate by doing something else. Um, Actually, this used to be me when I was studying. I would have an assignment due and my house would be spotless. (laughs) Like the kitchen was clean, the bathroom was clean, everything was clean because I procrastinated through cleaning. Um, Don't do that now. (laughs) I kind of wish I did because, you know, it would be nice to have a clean bath, like super clean bathroom, but not what I'm doing at the moment. I kind of go down the other end. Um, And what can happen there with our emotions is when our emotions feel a little bit overwhelming and we move outside of what I call the optimal uh, window of our emotions, we can either move to the bottom of that window, which is kind of that meh, I can't be bothered doing anything state, sitting in front of the TV, kind of, you know, your body shuts down as like, nah, I'm tapped out. Or it can move to the other end of the window, the top end of the window, which is kind of that go, go, go mode, that cleaning mode and getting shit done mode. Or it might be doing all the things in your business that aren't actually moving the needle forward, but feel like you're doing something, even if it's not actually doing the things that are going to, you know, move your business forward, scaling, making more money, bringing in new clients, building uh, relationships with other people. It might be doing the paper pushing or the admin or things that you could delegate to other people in your business. And being able to work in that optimal window can be really uh, important in order to help us not procrastinate. So that's a little bit about why we procrastinate. So how do we stop the procrastination cycle? I think there are a couple of ways that we can use to, I guess, help us with the procrastination cycle. And I think one is being aware of it, being aware of what our procrastination cycle looks like for us, Um, because this is a statistic I feel like I am going to repeat a lot because I find it absolutely fascinating, but 95% of what we do is um, automatic and unconscious. And only, so that means only 5% of what we do operates from a place of conscious decision-making. So when we start to become aware of our own unique procrastination cycles, um, which can look like understanding what sort of uh, behaviors that we do when we procrastinate, it going to look slightly different for everyone. Like the things that I do when I procrastinate probably going to look different for you when you procrastinate. And procrastination can come in lots of different forms. It's not just not doing the task. It could even be things like cooking dinner, saying that you'll cook dinner when your partner said that they'll cook, but you go, no, 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 I'm going to cook dinner tonight. I, I'm happy to cook dinner, even though you have a deadline due or uh, doing something else when you know that there's a task that really deserves your attention and you're actively delaying that task. So any of those, anything, anything that you do that is avoiding a specific task that needs to get done is, would fall under procrastination. Um, and 
being aware of what those are for you can be really powerful to build up that awareness muscle. I call it a muscle because becoming aware of our patterns is um, (laughs) is a skill. It's not something that we do on a daily basis. It's something that we build up over time. And I think a lot of, a lot of the people that I work with do tend to have a lot of that awareness already. But that being said, sometimes we just need to go back and we need to really take a good look at the choices that we're making in our lives and trying to understand what it is about procrastination that is benefiting you. Like, what are you scared of when you're procrastinating from that said task? What are you scared of? Are you scared or is it another emotion that you are trying to avoid? Are you trying to avoid feeling anxious? You're trying to avoid feeling overwhelmed because the task just feels too big. Are you trying to avoid that sense of failure that you might feel if you get that task wrong? What is it that you're actually trying to avoid? And Once you have kind of pinpointed that emotion, you can go, "Mm, okay, I'm avoiding that task because actually it feels really overwhelming. It feels just so big because in my mind, I'm wanting to take this big leap in my business. I'm wanting to go from working uh, one-on-one to branching out to work with organizations and delivering workshops and training And, oh, my goodness, no, that just is too overwhelming because now I'm imagining myself standing in a group of 50 people with the CEO in the room and, holy moly, no, I'm I'm flooded with that emotion of overwhelm and I'm going to shut that down. I'm not even going to think about working with organisations right now. And you can see how we've kind of gone into outside of that optimal window into um, outside of that optimal window and it starts to feel that negative emotion way too much for us to handle. So we need to start um, acknowledging what emotions are kind of triggering us to feel particular ways and starting to pinpoint those so that we can, again, build up that awareness. Once we have that understanding of our emotions, then we can start to nurture that and kind of look at that and, and say, okay, you're overwhelmed. Hmm. What feels overwhelming about that for you? Then we can start to break it down a little. Okay. Well, I'm feeling overwhelmed because standing up in a room full of 50 people with the CEO in there makes me feel like I'm just not going to be the smartest person in the room. I'm going to be intimidated and they're going to judge me. They're going to see that I know absolutely nothing about what I'm talking about even though I know that I'm capable and I'm skilled and I'm qualified and I'm experienced, there's this part of me that feels really vulnerable. And so we can start to unpack that there's quite a lot of emotions that are kind of coming up. And journaling is such a beautiful way to be able to explore this within ourselves. Uh, (laughs) I like journaling and I'm actually looking at my journal. It's right in front of me right now. And I'm like, oh no, I haven't um, journaled in a few days. And funnily enough, I've been procrastinating on that. I don't have time. Um, because I'm like, I don't know what to write. And you know, these are the ways though, that procrastination shows up in our life all the time. Um, 
And I'm not immune to that, but uh, journaling can really be a lovely way to kind of help guide ourselves through some of the emotions that we're experiencing around particular things. Um, And you'll find that I do talk about the emotional experience a lot because I think that a lot of other uh, ways we talk about procrastination is very much from a practical standpoint, like, okay, we'll just break the task down, chunk it into smaller sections. Uh, make a list, write it down. The thing is, we know what we need to do. We know. We're not idiots. We're not dumb. We're really intelligent people. We know exactly what it is that we need to get done and why we need to do it. Like We know that. Our problem is, though, we don't like the feelings that come with it because we're intelligent people, but we're also very rational And we like to think with our rational brains and we don't like to feel our feelings and feel our emotions. Um, So it makes it difficult sometimes when we have to do something that doesn't feel so great and then we have to deal with those negative emotions. So that's where building in some of those skills to be able to sit with that discomfort and sit with some of those really uncomfortable emotions is where the power of truly overcoming procrastination lies. Because, I mean, can you imagine kind of taking all those worries and concerns and all of that negative, like your negative inner critic out? Like imagine if your negative inner critic just poof disappeared from your mind. What would life be like for you if that really annoying pesky critical, naggy voice was no longer there. And it's interesting because when I ask this question to my clients, there's such a variety of answers, but often what it, what we find is that that pesky, nagging voice can actually be helpful in many ways or it's perceived as helpful in many ways. People often say, but if that voice was gone, don't get nothing done. And it's really interesting because you're listening to this episode on procrastination, yet if your pesky inner critical voice were to disappear, you feel, you'd still feel that you'd get nothing done. And, and when we kind of pull it apart in that way, it's kind of like, oh, hmm, maybe that pesky inner critic is actually less helpful than we think. So I guess the way that I view procrastination is that in some ways our brain really is just trying really, really hard to protect us from what it sees as emotional pain. Uh, It doesn't want us to hurt. It doesn't want us to feel bad, but our brain also doesn't care if we're happy or not. Our brain just wants us to survive. So if we want to kind of move through procrastination and be able to achieve the goals that we have for ourselves in our lives, then we kind of need to deal with that emotional stuff. I know, yuck, but we do if we want to actually achieve the goals that we have set out for ourselves because we can get so far in our life if we don't deal with the emotions, but there's going to come a point where if we want to move to that next level, we're going to need to start to deal with some of that um, if we also want to feel happy, I mean, if you don't care about, you know, your joy and happiness, then I suppose you don't need to do 
worry about the emotions. But if you kind of want to move past that procrastination and feel that sense of contentment and kind of remove that guilt, remove that sense of uh, not feeling good enough, feeling like a failure and kind of shifting that to more positive beliefs, feeling as though you are qualified, you are capable, you are good enough, then navigating uh, or widening that optimal wind functioning, that optimal window um, will be really, really helpful for you. So I feel like the last bit of that um, hopefully made sense. (laughs) Um, I feel like I stumbled over my words a little bit there. So hopefully you get the gist of what I was saying there. Um, And I really hope that this episode has been helpful. I'm really looking forward to jumping on again next week where we do have an interview with another guest who I'm super excited about. Uh, We're going to be talking about the move from corporate to your own business with uh, Jessica Osborne, who is now a marketing coach working in her own really successful business. So make sure that you join us next week. Next Tuesday is when episodes drop every Tuesday morning. And I look forward to seeing you then. Out of all of the podcasts that are out there, I am so grateful that you chose to listen to this one today. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a five-star review on this podcast so that we can help reach more like-minded women who also need a daily dose of motivation and inspiration to live their most authentic life. Take care and I'll chat with you next week.